Welcome back to the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. It is the Wednesday, the 14th of February, a Valentine's Day edition of the program. It's all loves, hugs, and kisses around here for uh, just because we're loving kind of people. Are we, though? I love Amy Beth. She's my one of my sisters. You toler- tolerate. I mean, I mean, I would have <laughs> cut Poppy B off. I know. But, but I know we're going back. Because I'm kind. We told a great story. You're so sweet. That and is one funny. of the things that people always said about me when I was in the legislature. That was very kind. Mm. So and Papa they B, said other things too. I'm sure. Well, maybe they were saying he's kind of a jerk. And I just, <laughs> Papa B, welcome to the program, or welcome back to the program. <laughs> Oh, thanks. I appreciate you holding me over. Anyway, <laughs> so this Fannie Willis uh, case. So what has happened here is Fannie Willis hired a lawyer in this prosecution of Trump mm-hmm. and paid him uh, through her resources at all, in office hundreds mm-hmm. of thousands of dollars, which then he and she used to do all kinds of fun things. So I mean, look again, Papa B. If you can't look, if if you're in government and you can't pay your love interest, well, what what are we doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> so here's what here's what's uh, so funny about it, though. So now that she's been caught, uh, she's throwing the race card down. Oh, you're messing with race, you know? Because I'm <laughs> because I'm black, you're messing with me, you know? And so. Apparently, if you're black, you can get away with this kind of stuff, and nobody should be able to say anything about it. Which goes again to prove that this whole case of, that she's got here, that she's prosecuting, is a fraud. You know, in fact, all of these cases against Trump, if you'll notice, they're not about law and justice, which is what courts should be about. Mm-hmm. They are about one thing and one thing only, and that is get Donald Trump stopped. Donald Trump. We got to stop it. And the Democrats have learned this little trick, and they're using it to the fullest effect possible, and that is they've got a little bit of time on their side when they launch these, you know, illegitimate prosecutions. That they can go through the process, and the process takes time, and they're using it, there, you know, in a corrupt manner. That's the reason when people, you know, come on, anybody tells me, oh, they got him now. Trump said this, and Trump said that. The whole mm-hmm. case is illegitimate because it is not about, you know, prosecuting a legal uh, law uh, 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 or a justice, not about law and justice. I, you know, I can't see how anybody can uh, think any other way or uh, even not see it. Uh, Scott, why are we having these discussions about, oh, this court did this and that court did that? Can't people see? Don't people see what a misuse and abuse of our system this is? Papa B, uh, yes. Millions of Americans see what this is, but all these things are designed for the folks that don't... uh, Rush Limbaugh used to call them the low-information voters. And that is what this is designed for. It's not the people who listen to this program. It's the people who, you know, can name the last uh, seven winners from American Idol and, and they watch Oprah. And so if you can convince them that Donald Trump is a bad guy, that you can convince them that he is a criminal, you have a much better chance of winning the election. And, and that's, that's what it's about. People who pay attention know this is lawfare, but it's those uninformed people in the middle who frankly elect our leaders. And that's why we have a lot of the problems we have. It's not necessarily the leftist 
It's the people in the middle who believe what the media says, who believe what social media says, and they make their decisions with very little information, and they don't keep up, and they don't think about it, and that's who they're going after. Papa B, I got a roll, buddy. Appreciate right, you, man. Thanks a lot. Thank you very, very much. Let's go out to uh, Bill. Bill, welcome to the program. Good morning. Good morning. How are you so, this morning? I'm great. One thing that uh, Papa B did not mention is the DOJ is now getting involved with the Annie Willis thing, and they're wanting to know if there were federal monies that were used to um, pay her love interest. Hey, let me ask you a question, though, Bill. Consider if you've watched the DOJ the last couple of years and how they've done with Hunter Biden and other situations, um, do you really care or are you given any hope that the DOJ, because my guess is the DOJ comes in, makes a big bluster, oh, it's going to be, oh, we got it, yeah, blah, 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 and then they charge her with a, uh, you know, not paying her parking meter ticket. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be, it'll be interesting to see if, if they truly find anything. And the big thing to me is this, is if they do an investigation and don't find anything mm -hmm. or do find anything, if then Congress gets involved and starts pulling people in and saying, well, we, we did an audit and here's what we found. You didn't find this? Right, that's a good point. But whether they do anything about it will be interesting, but... We talked yesterday about the second congressional race here in Alabama, <clears throat> and um, Carlene Dobson. So I did a little bit of research on her. I told you I would. Yes. And, you know, there is nothing there that really jumps out and goes, oh, my God, I can't believe she's doing this. Okay. She was, um, she is the granddaughter of a Alabama farmer but curiously he is never named um, she is a member of the forestry commission I think in Jefferson County really okay. but I think it's I think it's a state um, state position but she, for some reason she didn't choose Montgomery she chose North Alabama hmm. she was Harvard educated and her degree, I think, was in English and something else. But she got her law degree from Baylor. Okay. Wow, that's interesting. Baylor makes me feel better than Harvard. Harvard. And when did she move here? Because I know she lived in Texas for a while. It really didn't say, but it sounded like she'd been in the Montgomery area for about two years. She has a pack that is supporting her. Uh, okay. Scott, are you familiar with ViewPack? I am not. Yeah, I would have to do a little research and see who the, uh, you know, who's the chairman or treasurer, whichever it's, one's listed. It's, it's, it stands for basically the ethical, um, ethical election of uh, women in government. Oh, really? Hmm. So they can only now, endorse... Women? <clears throat> women. I would assume that would be true. Of well, course, I mean, with today's times, what's a woman? <laughs> I'm sorry. Good question. I know. It was just a softball. Hey, thanks, softball. thanks, buddy. <laughs> that was a softball, Larry. <laughs> it was. Um, it was just tossed up. Okay, well, we'll look into it. 
I'm trying to find her. I see a picture of her yeah, now. Yeah, thank you for that. Uh, look, Bill's doing his homework. Don't try to be all nice to no, people I, now that you made them wait look, until I you got Papa around B. to I was deciding. Just, this is for entertainment, right? Mm, this is everything we do is or, entertainment. Do you, are you really mad at me? Bill, thank you for that. I appreciate that because she's just a name that I hadn't heard. And um, and I think it's good for voters, even though I can't vote in that district, to know who they're voting for, to get to know their candidates so that we're not low-information voters, mm-hmm. which traditionally we have been in the past. So wait a minute. Where's all the rest of them? Back in November, there were 11. Was it 11? How many candidates were there? Eight. Eight Republican candidates. Where are the rest of them? Do you have any idea who these people are? I'm going to give you, this is the list from, uh, that was put out on December the 26th. Okay. For the 2nd Congressional District, the Republican side, Greg Albritton, that's Senator from South Alabama, former Senator Dick Brubaker of Montgomery, attorney Caroline Dobson, that's who y'all been discussing, business owner Carla Dupriest of Mobile, Montgomery attorney and business owner Hampton S. Harris, Newton City Councilwoman Belinda Thomas, Bishop State Community College math instructor Stacy Thomas Shepperson, and former Alabama and NFL defensive end Wallace Gilberry. Gilberry already dropped out, didn't he? Mm-hmm. He dropped out yeah. a while mm-hmm. ago. What's it say about any of the rest and of And endorsed Dick Brubaker. I have no sure. idea. Let me click on the little hyperlinks and see if they still have... Uh... Oh, it doesn't say whether or not. It just has hyperlinks out to the different candidates. You know, I'm surprised because really I don't hear much about All Britain. Mm-hmm. Just really, I haven't right. heard much about him. Mm-hmm. Wait, they have a debate coming up though. Wait, okay. is that to, was it yesterday? Hold on. They wouldn't do it on. Uh, no, I think it's filmed and they're going to air it. I think they filmed it oh, yesterday. Oh, you're right. There is a debate. Did we get, you're right. We got a text it's about a it. No we need crowd? to check that out. No, they ha- they brought a crowd in. They were filming it during the day. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I swear that was yesterday. Yeah, well, maybe not. Let's look. Anyway, Why there should be that? a debate. It was WSFA. Oh, okay. So they just brought it in and then... You know what I like to see? I like to see when they bring all the candidates in. We did this... I was a part of a group that did this a number of years ago. And they would... We would bring them all in the same day. Not give them the questions. And at, set them down. Put them on camera. And um, and we all got asked the same questions. Imagine that. The same questions the same way, but you yeah. didn't get to hear other people's answers. See, that's what drives me nuts. So, and I thought, and then they put that on the internet. That's what I would want to do here at Alabama Unfiltered Radio, if we if we could, when we continue to grow. Someday when we will. Someday, and then you have everybody, and they can answer those questions, and then everybody can see their response. And if they don't, you know, if they stall out, they, they stall out. I, I thought it was fascinating. I liked it better than any debate I'd ever seen. Um... I just thought that was it just worked really, really, really well. Because you get the answers. You get the answers, and you can see who really believes what they're mm-hmm. saying. I agree. And you don't get the whole because you're like sitting at you know a couch or whatever, and they're asking, and you just get that that real feeling. Mm-hmm. Because these debates, like when they have a presidential debate, it just seems so it's forced. Yeah, and they and they want to you know they got their zingers that they got to get in, they force them into an answer, and I just think it'd be a better way to do it. If you have good questions. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, here we go. I just flashed to DeSantis at the debates, which was always just so painful. He's Are you so still much better the day Are you after. still the DeSantis 
chair in Alabama? I don't. You keep making up these lies about me. Lies. You weren't the chair. No. You were the executive director no. of. I just listened to what the man had to say because he did such a good job in Florida. And I still think he's a great governor and may make a great presidential candidate again someday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's just so awkward. Oh, he the debates really were is. so painful. We could Watch help him. him. We could really I help him. I don't know him. if we can't. I think it's just him. He was immediately better. How come the so many of the solid conservative people seem to have a touch of the... Did you yeah. see that? Oh, he was better after? Um, yeah. He, was, he started doing vids in his car. Yeah, Reels. Like with his kids. I and think people... He was fantastic. I think consultants break some candidates. But think about it. You're right. Because think about the debate prep. You know what that's like. Mm -hmm. And they'll like give you the notebook and you like mm -hmm. gotta memorize mm -hmm. it. And then mm -hmm. so that when you get to the debate stage and you do answer those questions, they're just they just come out like from the memory. way they want them. And they're just robotic. Yes. And he was so robotic. And somebody needed to say, Run. Somebody just needed Run. to say, just let him be himself. He come would have done on, better if they had just said, Go out there, there's no prep. Go out there and do it. Because I, if I had to do what they say, we've, we've worked for hours for debate prep, mm -hmm. it would be a train wreck. His consultants ruined him yeah. and his entire campaign. Agree. Totally agree. Because no. you think he should okay, ask for his money back. You can see it in his face. He's reading the answers in his brain right. off of his card. Mm -hmm. And then I say this, and then I look here. Mm -hmm. Point number two. But you would be three. good at that, Abs. You could do all that because you could pull that off. I would be like... <laughs> Oh, crap, I forgot point two. Uh, what was two? And I'm just, then the, the answer is a train wreck. We need to go through Miss Alabama training, Scott. Yes. Because <laughs> whatever she did, we need. We do need some of that. <laughs> some Funny. at least. Clark will be up next. Lots are great. of stuff to do. We'll be back. <laughs> I'm coming back at the end of the program here. I'm feeling good. After all the abuse I've taken, I was down 15 or 20 points, but. I'm making it back, <laughs> thinking I'm going to win by one. By the time we get to 12. brought him a cup of coffee, and there yeah. he just, just makes just fun of us. No, I'm not. I'm just, you know, y'all been dealing out the grief all Allison, day. you're right about what you were saying that I cannot say out loud. But what I will say, everybody, mm -hmm. is this weekend, y'all need to know that Sinclair is going to be emceeing the Riley Gaines event. Ooh, and so if you know Riley what's you're going to be there, mm -hmm. and you're going to not miss it. I mean, you want to be there at... So tell us about what you're doing this week. So much fun. It's in um, it the at? stadium. It's at the Trash Panda Stadium. And, like, oh, and so wow. they're doing the event kind of... I know Scott's like, oh, wow, they can do stuff. That's Look at big. That. Oh, you got a room yeah. there. Yeah, they have, it's like, okay. you know, I the I thought Barons you were going to fill the stadium. I don't know, yeah. No, no, no. They have, like, the event room that's yeah, up there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then mm -hmm. um, Congressman Dale Strong is the presenting sponsor. Okay, And then there are several state legislators that, that will be there as well. Mm -hmm. And Riley Gaines, Susan DeBose, who is just awesome, one of our state representatives, will be talking about her, mm -hmm. what is a woman bill, and kind of what she's doing to keep um, boys out of girls' sports, which, how stupid that we have to have a bill to talk about that. Yeah. Listen. But um, I get to emcee it, so y'all pray for me, because, you know, you put a microphone in my hand, mm -hmm. give me a stage and a spotlight, oh, and I'm not wait. quite sure. Wait and see what happens if somebody doesn't come up quick enough. <laughs> Or somebody's out of order. Can you imagine I can't. If, if they like try to do the pledge I before can't. the national anthem or oh, vice no, 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 versa? No, 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 no. I have Phil Williams is doing the prayer, prayer, God then country. So, so I got to get Phil Williams prayer. up there. Prayer. Then who's doing the pledge? Tom Sander. Who, okay, then who's doing the national anthem? 
I don't think we're doing the national. You anthem. are not doing. What are you doing? You well, doing? Let um, me look at my agenda. Oh, She's going to sing the black yeah. national anthem, <laughs> and I'm going to sing it off key, out of tune, just like that girl did. <laughs> I mean, her makeup looked great and everything, but yeah. come on, man. Yeah, but, but that, I can't Allison's like going to do that. So Eventually you she's, she's going to sing that and then pivot, pivot, and then do the national anthem. And okay. then perhaps if she's feeling fancy, uh-huh. because there's going to be so many people there, right? They're she's going to gonna sing the, the stadium. The uh, what is the other dumb song that they keep singing at the uh, Super Bowl? Um, the waves. Uh, um, America uh, the Beautiful. America They're going to do America the Beautiful. Okay. Sorry. Okay. I, I was so I'm having this big debate though. I mean, I haven't thought about singing the national anthem, which I might. I might just do it. You might. <laughs> I mean, out of the three of us, the she's break. the only one who can sing. You know, or sign it. You could sign it. But I, I am having this debate of like, do you do, do, do I just do Allison? Yeah, which no, is a little the scary. The point of emceeing is to entertain and to keep the show going. Yes, and but you need Allison to just be Allison. Yeah, be Allison. But that's terrifying. It'll make the it'll make the event so much. But those things are so dry. You, and, and are you good at Doing the body it. language of like? Do you know? Oh, oh you're going to have to teach me these. I'll things. teach you that if somebody goes on too long, do you know the body language? No, she's going to have an air horn. Do you there's, need to there's sit no, down? There's no subtlety sure with Allison. Make sure in between you're able to sit down because you need to go stand near them or stand up. If somebody goes on too long, you give them that body language like zip it. I think mm. I'm just going to stand over their shoulder. <laughs> I think you just probably sure. should. And then breathe like a baby. <sighs> no, she'll, she'll start pointing at the thing where it says like, you got eight minutes. <laughs> Eight minutes, eight minutes, eight minutes. Or wave her hands. Like, Just like she's waving in an airline. <laughs> Here oh we go. Oh, my gosh. I'm excited, though. I'm thinking about going just to, to see it. Hey, yeah, there's no, some... No, not a chance. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Let's go to Clark. Clark might go. He lives up there close. Clark, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Hi, Scott. Hi, ladies. How are y'all? Good morning. Good. <laughs> so, I called about the gambling, Scott, but you've talked about lawfare... Yes. And just a quick thing there. I will give the Democrats an A for thinking it up. Evil genius A. They knew they weren't going to be able to win. Otherwise, they came up with an alternative scheme. But I got to give them a D minus. But isn't it so similar to just traditional tyranny? Like, you know, the king would just charge Clark of Clarksville with, uh, you know, some sort yeah, of charge, they came, they, and I would they, throw they, you they in prison, and my their... judges would say you were guilty. I mean, it's not like they were original. They just started well, using so it. Here's the thing. They knew they weren't really going to get a conviction, so they came up with 91 indictments. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. So people would think, well, there's smoke, there's fire. I'm sorry, Scott, where there's chickens, there's chicken manure. Chicken poop, uh, yep. Yeah. Hey, look, I have a yeah. friend of mine, Clark, that believes the story of or, or, or said it to me that if they charge him with 90-something crimes, you, you know we had to do one of them. Right, right, right. There you go. So that's why they did 91. They knew they couldn't get a conviction on one, so they did 91. you got to give them a D- on execution, Scott. Fannie Willis is the prosecutor, and she might go to jail. Alvin Bragg and his BS. And then Jack Smith. I mean, they're just not doing a very good job, but that's not what it's about about gambling right now. So, is gambling currently illegal in the state of Alabama, Scott? Uh, yes, as a business, yes. Why? Why is it currently illegal? Because uh, we learned uh, years and years and years ago that uh, it just wasn't good for society. We've done this a who couple wants, of times. 
who wants for us to have gambling now? The people who will make millions of dollars off of it. Millions of dollars off of it. And so the benefit for us is going to be the children? Uh, yes, it's always the children. and okay. then Because they are our future. The so, children, the poor, and the elderly. If it's wrong, but we can get money for the children, it's okay. You know, Correct. Thing, Scott, this is a bad tax. Now, I'm not in favor of taxes in general because the more money I give them, the more they squander and the deeper in debt we go. But at least when I pay income tax, when I pay property tax, it goes straight into the government coffers, right? Yes. But here you've got a cutout and people are going to bank millions and millions of dollars and they're going to give thousands of dollars to the government. Mm -hmm. So the millions and millions that leave Alabama's economy are going to come back to Alabama's economy in the form of what, 15%? Yeah, whatever the tax is, it'll go to the state. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a bad tax. Mm. Now, is it a tax that they might be able to get 50% of the low information and misinformation voters to go for? Yeah. Yep. But that'll make it right. It, don't make, it doesn't make it smart. That's right, Clark. I appreciate you, buddy. Very good points. Man, the day is running. I still have not talked about Guam. We've got to talk about Guam. <laughs> we'll be back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I am Scott Beeson. The ladies of Liberty are here as well. You're losing again, Scott. You're not going to pull this one off. Oh, You're goodness. still down. You know, uh, but you brought... Hey, I was ready to go, though. You were ready yeah. to go. You were, you were actually... I mean, he was waving, and I was like, you I'm were, ready. Like, one of those times it wasn't... What do you call the guys the, that are the signalers me, at the air when they're waving their the Delta guns. flight in? I want those. People need to understand. Do I need some flashlights or signal I flags? I don't know. There's no, no, if you could just I was send ready. me and Allison some signal flags, that would be great. I've got a... I should remark on this at the time. When when you're not here, Scott... Right. Yes. We hit the brakes pretty well. They pay yeah. attention. Yeah. yeah, they do. They absolutely do. High five. Play. Hey. Well, no, it's abs because I've never gotten to sit in the seat. <laughs> One day, but you'll as make soon it. As your hand goes around, I'm, I'm like, I'm hey, helping. We, we got you. I'm in panic, and I'm like, hey, here we go. And then I have to uh, wait. I'm not so. I'm helping. Oh, I'm sorry. It's her. It. It's okay. Sky, look. Look, they expect me to look at them and listen to them during the breaks. And then as soon as you start waving, oh my word. they're Did like, you just gaslight they're us? like Mrs. Yeah. Mrs. Sky's looking at it. I'm like, welcome to the program. And then they're like, hi. Sucker. Jeez, please. Y'all don't do that to him. Come on. I think you don't go, Scott, until uh-huh. Sky's finger is up his nose. Until he points. That cannot points. be mistaken. <laughs> like, it's got to be something very, points. very deliberate. Okay. Like that. It's all good. Because I otherwise... I my arms. That didn't help. No, 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 no. That's too okay. easily confused. Okay. Okay, so... Sinclair, you have something very important, and I want to tell people about a documentary that'll take even less time than what you mm-hmm. have to say, because what you have to say is very important well, and I have exciting. Two things. One is not so important. One, okay. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> I'm just looking. Such a right, I'm, I'm waiting. Look at me, a bated breath. Well, I just think this is interesting, and if okay. you don't, then no, that's, sure be I don't really care, actually. So today in uh, committee is Senate Bill... <laughs> hey, you Scott. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I wish y'all could see the way he's looking at me. It's Is it in the Alabama, nice. the Alabama State Senate? Alabama State Senate. Senator Jack Williams has Senate Bill 23. Okay. This bill would prohibit the sale of lab-grown meat in Alabama. And we all need to care about that. Scott. Making me stop. Uh, Scott. <laughs> I'm trying to, to be serious. Yes. We do need to care about Have y'all ever the watched the videos of how they make this lab-grown meat? It's disgusting. You don't want that on your shelf. Well, I started watching we'll all die. No Farmers, No Food, so I haven't even got to that mm-hmm. part except for the, I'm to the part where they try to sell us on crickets. Oh, you're to the bugs? I'm to the bugs. Yeah, after the bugs. See, the lab-grown meat, I think, is supposed to make us go, I'd rather eat a bug than that crap. Precisely. But the lab-grown meat, no. I'm not for that. Isn't the lab-grown no. meat, doesn't it, doesn't it have some of the genes from cancer? Look. Because it because the cancer cells grow so fast? It's franken-meat. Okay. Oh, my That's gosh. disgusting. I mean, yeah, so we've got legislation to... Uh, so spam was a psyop. It was just warming no, us up for all this. spam is real. And it's Scott, good. Scott, but this is warming us up for the idea of lab-grown meat. Spam oh, is like parts yeah, it's just a, it's kind of, of something that was alive. Some little pieces and you gotta get it all together. Yeah, this is nothing. It's in like a chicken nugget. The bill like is the old in ones. committee yeah. today. So they'll, if they pass it out of the committee and then Jabbo decides he wants to, he'll uh-huh. put it on the floor for a vote. Um, because is Jabbo that, still the rules chairman? Yes, Jabbo is still the rules chairman. He's been the rules chairman chair. since they took it away from me. Mm-hmm. Wow. In How many years was that, Scott? Yeah, because you were too good. I was good. the last rules chairman before Jabbo. Oh, wow, I just didn't realize he 13, still was. 12 years? It's been a while. I mean, wow. Yeah, okay. wow. But save us, people, for meeting lab-grown meat. That's disgusting. So where are all the, uh, you know, the little constitutional lawyers going, you can't do that. I mean, it'll violate the, the commerce clause. Uh, the commerce clause. Yeah, where are they? Where are they? I, I don't they know don't any really of them. They don't care. They just, lab-grown meat is disgusting. I got another update. Okay. The second thing. The second thing is, uh-huh. I went to Aldi the other day. And how did it go? And there were white people there. There's wow. always white so people there. So I need to Is take it back. Because, no, because about? I... I Is this I, y'all side of town thing? Because y'all kind of look down on everybody else? No, there were white people working there. I made this statement. <laughs> I don't even know what he said. What did he say? That we look down on people on our side of town. I meant... I've got brown kids. Yeah, I know, but what is what is there where white people working there mean? Being because a black were, friend. Hello? I count for everybody's friend. <laughs> I'm just trying to get the point. Uh, the point is, last week, I think it was last week, it may have been Monday, I can't remember, I said that Aldi was only going to hire black people because there was a statement that was talking about that they were committed to DEI. Oh, but that was just that higher-up person that was going to be the... Right, but I made it sound like in stores. And, you know, and I just, I feel like I misrepresented and I needed to go back and correct myself. But we read it in the article. Yeah, but I mean, I I I straightened out what you said. Uh, Like, I'm going to have to do on this one where you're like, I went to audience, they they had white people there. I felt guilty because I made a statement that I feel like was unfair to Aldi. Mm -hmm. But... Um, I need to correct that. Mm. So there you go. Well, thank you. <sighs> there, now, one member that you said in their statement they were going to hire neurodivergent. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was you could. That was one of the qualities you that. could have. One yeah. of the white workers was in a mask, which we know is neurodivergent. Absolutely. Really? And then the other one seemed a little neurodivergent. What but anyway, what they if were we there. took a survey? Would they answer our questions? Probably not. Just to see. So I uh, quickly. Okay. The weekend is is upon us. Okay. 
We watch documentaries. Allison and I enjoy those. Chris found one last week called The War Against Children, and it was by Robbie Starbuck and his wife, Landon. They were music producers. They moved out of Hollywood, and I think they live in Nashville. And it covered every single... When we finished, Chris said every youth group, every parent in the country that has somebody still at home needs to watch this documentary. They walk through sex trafficking. They walk through CECAS and sex ed in schools. They walk through pornography. It was Are two like hours of information and interviews. They talked to a drag queen. They tried to get the drag queen to defend what was going on with those drag shows and all the, all the purposeful events. And of course, they couldn't do that. But the one takeaway that I had that is so scary because you look around at kids and it really started with the influence of social media. That's really what their starting point was, was the mere exposure effect. And they talked about how the more that you show a kid, the more that they like it. And so with enough pressure and exposure, you can make almost anything, anybody believe anything. And you can make wickedness seem normal, which is exactly mm. what's going on. But the way that they walk through all of the different issues, it's stuff that we talk about on the show. I felt like it was a fire hydrant of information. I'm going to go back and I may even try to find a sh- uh, like a documentary transcript because there was so much good information there. But parents, if you want to be at once both terrified and informed, watch this and, and watch it with your kids. Like I think we're going to... So figure it's out how more, to get Molly to watch it too. Like ha- what things to look out for, ways that people are getting to your... Are you that bored that we're talking oh, are and you're not? The show? Go ahead, keep going. Is that Tucker? Yeah, some CNN knucklehead. Um, so it's more like this is how they're getting to your kids, things you need to be aware yes. of. Okay. Yes, it really is. And I was surprised, I guess Chris was talking about it at work and somebody tell, told him that, that we needed to go watch it and we did. And... It's just people ask a lot, and I'm sure you get this question. You get this question. I, like, what do you watch? What can we study? Watch this. What's the name of it? It's called The War Against Children, and it's by Robbie and Landon Starbuck. And it is absolutely packed full of information that it'll make you go weak in the knees, and then you'll go, all right, Dad, gum it. We've got to we got to fight. Where it's are you that finding bad. it? Because does YouTube X, does YouTube have it? Rumble have it? and movie something. I don't know. I'm I'm okay. on Twitter, so I could get to it that way. Okay, it's worth it. It's worth your time. The war against children. Okay, very good, very good. We got to take a break. We'll be back on the other side. <laughs> Welcome back to the program, everybody. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. All right, look, I've been waiting. I've been waiting. I've had a list. I've been waiting. Can I do? Can I do it? Can I do it? Can I do it? Just hurry. All right, a couple of different things. Now, look, I'm having to do it the old-fashioned way, but uh, I've been talking. I wanted to talk about Guam because everybody cares about the Guamis, and <laughs> it's important. And then when we get to your callers, if I don't get to you, please call back tomorrow. Well, there went one. Clint was like, I'm not, you're not getting to me. I'm waiting on you. I ain't waiting on you because this is important. <laughs> this is what we pay for. This is This is from a few years ago. This is Representative Hank Johnson, for folks who don't know. And Hank was a is a Democrat House member in the U.S. House of Representatives from Georgia. And they're having a hearing. I think it's an armed services, maybe armed services committee hearing. And he's very concerned about Guam. Because we're, we're putting a lot of military assets and they want to move more there. And like any 
informed person who's thinking outside the box who says, you know what, because some people see problems other people don't see. And this is how you get elected to the U.S. House of Representatives. But he is very concerned about Guam, and so I'm going to play it for you. I hope you can hear. This is a uh, island that at its widest level is, what, 12 miles from shore to shore, and at its smallest level, uh, or smallest uh, uh Location, it's uh, seven miles uh, uh, between one shore and the other. Is that correct? I don't have the exact uh, dimensions, but uh, to your point, sir, I think Guam is a small island. Very small island and about 24 miles, if I recall, long. So 20, 24 miles long, about 7 miles wide at the least widest. Uh, this guy, I mean, he knows his stuff. There's no doubt about it. Oh, it gets better. I don't have the exact uh, dimensions, but uh, to your point, sir, I think Guam is a small island. Very small, small island and about 24 miles, if I recall, long... <laughs> So 20, 24 miles long, about 7 miles wide at the least widest uh, place on the island and about 20, about 12 miles wide uh, uh, on the widest part of the island. And, um, this is what we've waited three days for. Yes. Do you happen to know? We get better. Have that really? With me. Yes. I don't believe you. Supply it to you. If oh. you like. Yeah, my, my fear is that uh, the whole island will uh, become so overly populated that it will tip over and, uh, and capsize. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we don't anticipate that. <laughs> I got to kind of. <laughs> the whole island will capsize and tip over. And the poor guy, because he's talking in front of Congress, uh, we, we don't anticipate that. That was... Wow. But he did make sure we knew that he knew generally the dimensions. I mean, I, where I do least, appreciate the outside-the-box thinking. I do. A visionary. I do. Now, here's the, here's the story that you, you should care about. Because we live in a country that is run by maybe the dumbest people who have ever run a powerful country. This is an article by Antonio Grossifo. Guam is under a security threat because we have been allowing illegal migrants onto the island. Not over the southern border, but onto Guam from China. Illegal Chinese migrants have been allowed onto Guam, and now they have, they're very concerned. Hmm. Well, it's perfect for conspiracy okay. theory Thursday. We'll have, it on, we'll have it tomorrow. Yeah, I so think you're going to get your wish that. to talk about it again. Ah, I love Guam. We're going to try to be back tomorrow. It may be a conspiracy thinker Thursday. I guess the ladies will be back too. <laughs> See y'all. <laughs>